Hello and welcome to Lane 9. My name is Ben Weissel and joining me today we have a very special guest from the University of Florida, Amelia Mazza Downey. How are you doing today? Good, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, glad that you could join us. Um, really excited to talk to you. I mean, obviously, you just completed a transfer from New Mexico to Florida. Florida is a very exciting program uh, this coming year with all the new fresh faces. Um, but I wanted to kind of start at, at maybe the beginning um, when you were starting to look um, to the U.S. and look at the NCAA system. Um, what was it that kind of made you want to come to the U.S.? And then secondly, what what was it that brought you to New Mexico in specific? Um, so I was 19 when I was looking for school. So this was a while ago now, I think four and a half years ago. Um, and I had just like come back from the World Junior Championships, I think. And I was, mm-hmm. I sat down with my coach um, at the time who is coaching Melbourne Track Club. And we were looking for like a smooth transition from being like a junior athlete to a senior athlete and like how to fill in the gap while like not making senior teams yet. And like college was the best place for that where I could still be really competitive and still be up against really good people. And like, it's productive as well. It's not just being kind of in no man's land as a 20 year old, like in Australia. So it was like the best decision for me at the time um, to fill in the gap. Um, And I obviously spoke to a few schools, but the reason why I picked New Mexico was um, just because of their depth with like distance running. Um, And obviously coach Joe Franklin knows what he's doing with like specifically five and 10 K events. And it just seemed like a, like the right fit at the time. Um, I obviously didn't know what I was getting into. I was like so young and I just was like, yeah, sure. I'll just go to the States and it'll, it'll be a good time. But yeah, it worked out really well. And I got really lucky with that. I don't think I put in as much thought as people usually do. Like I know that like people will go on visits and um, be really thorough with it, but I was like, just get me over there. But it worked (laughs) out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're a multi-time All-American. You were 22nd at NCAAs this past fall. Uh, 1518 PR in the 5k 3207 in the 10k so I absolutely think it has worked out great um mm-hmm. what was it like coming into the NCAA and then um having COVID kind of hit like right through the middle of your first year what was that kind of like having to navigate that as soon as you just came over to the U.S. yeah um it was obviously really difficult, but I remember for me at the time, I was kind of like, oh, cool, there's a, p- a pandemic because I was actually injured and I've, it was like the only time I've had like a, a, an injury that was like lingering. So for me, it was kind of like I was buying time because no one, because mm-hmm. I hadn't competed yet and then COVID hit. So um, I don't know, I kind of just like took it as it came. That whole period was like basically rehab for me. And it kind of came at the perfect time because I was I was basically I had this knee issue the whole time COVID was around. Um, and then as soon as we were allowed to race cross again, um, it like went away miraculously and I jumped back in. So it was kind of perfect for me. I don't know how that worked out so well, but it like still at the time I went home and obviously like no one knew what was going on. But yeah, mm-hmm. I just kind of used it as buying time and getting through it. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great. I, I actually had a very similar experience. Um, I was injured during that time period and I was like, all right, well, this this gets me extra yeah. season of eligibility. I don't have to rush back. Yeah. So 
Um, obviously a terrible thing, but I think it, it, it sounds like you were able to make the best of it. Um, so once you once you were in the NCAA, was there a moment we and we try to ask this to everyone? Was there a moment when you got here and it was like, wow, th- this is a very high level of racing? Um, we like to call it. Was there a welcome to the NCAA moment for you? <laughs> I think I had a few of those, but um, like I just remember watching Wayne train, like when I first came in, and Edna, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh my god, I'm like so far off them, and I was like, I I just remember thinking, how am I ever going to get there? But it's also funny because now I broke Wayne's 10k record, and it's like in hindsight, I was just mm-hmm. so young, but. I also remember doing my first cross season, which is so brutal. Like cross country is so tough in the NCAA. Mm -hmm. And like, I just had like bad race after bad race because like there's just so much depth. And especially as an international person, you don't expect the depth to be that like deep. And Mm -hmm. I guess like, yeah, everyone thinks it's easier than it is when before you come here, like, that's the mindset you have because, you know, you're good in your home country. So you think you're still good. And then you kind of get a slap in the face when you get here. It's a good reality check, though. It is hard. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And hey, those those two were, were beating pretty much everybody at that point. So I, I, I yeah. think that those were two very uh, high standards to hit. And like you said, you, you have risen to those standards as well. Um, was there like on the other side? Was there a moment where you realized, hey, I can kind of compete with anybody in the country? Was there a race or maybe a practice or workout where you realized, hey, I'm at a different level and I can really compete with everyone? Yeah, I think it was two years ago. I think I was, I would have been a sophomore, I think. Uh, It was two nationals ago. It was that season and I raced a 5K Um, it was, I want to say it was Azusa and it was like against like the likes of Ellie Henners and Ella Donahue and like all of the top names back then. Um, but I raced and I ran like low 1530 or something. And I was like fifth and that, like that just clicked. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I was like, oh, like I am there and it's, it is like doable because I was like surrounded by those girls and I wasn't too far off. And that was like the one that clicked for me, I think. And I haven't really looked back since then. Yeah, that's great. I mean, obviously, that's always one of the better meets. And those names you just mentioned were certainly one of the top, some of the top names at the time. So yeah, I I think just getting that confidence, obviously, is is huge. Um, And and you mentioned that when you got here, that how hard cross country was initially. But I think one of the things that impresses me the most about you is how consistent you've been um throughout your career and especially at ncaa's in cross country you really have never had a bad race you've always been in the top 60 um you were all american last year obviously um what do you think like helps you be so consistent and really not have that many off days compared to the rest of the country Mm -hmm. i think like i I know that it comes from consistent training. Like that's the main thing and not really putting too much like emphasis and pressure on races and also not putting too much emphasis on training sessions as well. Like I think just going in every day and getting the work done and it kind of translates into the races too because it's just go in and get the job done type of mentality. Um, But yeah, other than that, I don't really know. I just (laughs) – 
I just go balls to the holes and hope it works out. I, I couldn't tell you. But yeah, mostly consistency. Yeah, I, I mean, it's worked out super well, obviously. Whatever your mentality is and or whatever your preparation, it, it's it's been very, very strong. Um, so this past outdoor season, um, we saw you run that new 10K PR, um, and then you followed that up with a fourth place finish at NCAAs. Is, is this kind of your favorite event, the 10K, or, or do you prefer some of the shorter distances? Um, that's a good question. I feel like every time I do better in one event, I'll be like, oh, this one's my favorite now. <laughs> and I'll go back and forth depending on like how well I run. So I actually, I, I like them equally as much. Like they're both so different. Um, everyone thinks that they're like the same thing because they're just both so far, but they really are like such a different race. Like the 5k is such a, there's more, more of a speed element to it, obviously. And the 10k mm-hmm. is just a hard grind. Um, but I really enjoy both. And I'm like, I think I am like naturally better at the 10, but I look forward to like, hopefully improving my speed for the 5k in the future in the next outdoor season and indoors, obviously. Absolutely. Um, going into that 10k at nationals did you view yourself as a a title contender like we I mean we certainly did was that kind of your strategy coming into it to to figure out the best way to win the race or were you just looking to kind of read and react um I think I at the time I was thinking I definitely have a shot for top three and I did Mm -hmm. everything that I could have to come top three I mean I was four so I was one off it but I also, I think going into it, I also had like my doubts about like my kick, <laughs> my finish, which is like probably my weakest spot. And I guess I like, yeah, that was something that needed to be improved on. And um, I don't know, it was a tough field and like the top five girls were all within like a winning spot. Like any of us could have won it on the day. Mm-hmm. Um and so, I don't know, we all did our best and, like, I did my best. But, yeah, I definitely did think top three or a win was, like, within reach. But I thought that about the top seven of us also. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how we felt, too. I think that was one of the harder races for us to predict because I thought there was so many uh, women who could win. Um, who who did you feel like was the biggest threat or did you have, was there, like, six or seven names that you were, like, just kind of hang with this group right here? Um... I think the biggest in my way, who was the girl that won? I'm having a mental blank. Uh, is it Evelyn Kemboy? Evelyn, yeah, sorry. Love Evelyn. But yeah, she, in my mind, I know she has a nasty kick. Like she did it mm-hmm. at regionals in the five and 10. And then in the back of my head, I was like, if anyone's going to like rip it, it's going to be her. Um, but yeah, and she did. Yeah. She was, she had an incredible meet. It was, yeah, that, that kick. And we, we saw that a few different times throughout the year. Yeah, it was very impressive. And then she was initially, I think, entered in the 15, the 5K and the 10K. We were trying to figure that out at regionals too. So yeah, it, certainly yeah. someone who is fascinating to watch. Um, what was, so kind of switching gears, what was the reaction of the team when you all were told that Coach Franklin was going to be headed to, to Louisville? Um, well, obviously everyone like was pretty upset because no one expects it when there's like a coach leaving. Right. I, it happens to a lot of teams and like, um, yeah, but I guess there was people that were obviously upset, like, but for me personally, I know it's a part of like college and, mm-hmm. um, it just happens and things change. And I think 
for me and like for some others we took it as like a new opportunity um it was like it was a new way to look at things and go in a different direction that's that's what I took from it um just to get a different experience and um get something else out of myself in a different path um but yeah it wasn't expected I I didn't know about it all of us didn't know about it but um it just meant that we can all start a new beginning and a lot of us were going into grad school anyway so mm-hmm. uh and a lot of um NCAA athletes usually transfer after their four years at a school I personally would find it impossible to do six years at one school <laughs> so when people transfer after their four years I'm like yeah that makes sense because you really just get sick of being in one place as someone who did do six years in one place, I I understand. I understand that though. I it is a long time. There was I think it was like my fifth year where I was like, oh man, am yeah. I really doing this for for six years? But I I enjoyed it. it I I get the the wanting to try something new. Um, yeah. That said though, was there? You obviously had a super talented team, like one that we kind of looked into this this upcoming year and was like, I, we, we seriously think that you guys can win a, an NCAA title. Was there a thought ever for you all to kind of stay together for one more year and chase that title? Um, and was that really discussed among you all? Um, that's so funny. I, I see for me personally, I like took myself out of the equation straight away. Cause I was like, I need to go somewhere else. So I don't okay. know what, what the talks were between the other girls. I think at the end of the day, like everyone was like, let's do what we need to do for ourselves and our own Mm -hmm. individual careers. Like I understand that there was a lot of talk about how we should have stayed together, but there was also like a bunch of us that had been there for four years already. And we're kind of like, we were kind of like a bit done with Albuquerque and, um, (laughs) but yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that anyone was going to stay just for that. We also weren't sure about who the new coach was coming in. Right. Um, and we weren't sure how that would look and like it's a completely different setup now it's not like um you know like i've heard rumors of what the training is and we just had a different lifestyle at new mexico like we were very um individualized but also like we were able to like sleep in and run whenever we wanted and we were we had a lot of control over our own um like day-to-day schedule and we knew that wasn't going to fly with whoever else was coming in so that was a big part of it too yeah, that that absolutely makes sense. So obviously, your your old teammate Elise Thorner joined you in Florida. Um, did you and her really talk about maybe landing in the same spot? Was that a discussion with any of your other teammates about hey, let's try to stick together and, and land in the same mm-hmm. new school? So yeah, I definitely let everyone know. Like I was giving them updates on where I was looking, but I also remember saying, you know, like don't make any decisions based off of me, like. Mm-hmm. which is funny because I, I know that people are like, why did it? they stay for a team title? But I really was like, this is your career and this is your running life. Like, just follow your heart there. And Elise, um, Elise and I were looking at the exact same places and like having the exact same conversations with coaches. We just aligned in when we were um, in the transfer portal. So um, it, I think once I had committed, she was like, okay, I'm committing now. Like, <laughs> I think I was like, yeah, I definitely led her this way, but like kind of by accident. But of course, I'm so happy she came as well. Like she's she was a game changer for Florida. 
but also behind that, she had to go where her twin brother was going. So oh, he's a wow. Di- he's that, a di- that's a really extra layer right there. Yeah. So, so, so she, he ended up coming to Florida too? Yeah. She said, like, I can only go wherever my twin brother gets a full ride. <laughs> so they had to look at the same places. And, yeah, there was, like, a little bit of another layer there. Wow. I was, yeah. I was like, oh, Florida has heaps of money. Just speak to Florida. <laughs> They've got decathletes. I don't know. Oh wow, that's that's incredible. Um, so you, you mentioned being on the transfer portal. What were what were the things you were looking for in schools um, when you were on the portal, and maybe what were your priorities? Um, yeah, I think obviously I was looking at coaches. Like for the main, that was my main bit because I've only got one year, and I really needed to see who would get the best out of me. Uh, in such a short period of time so I really looked at who I was connecting with the most in my um, like in my transfer conversations Uh, another thing was the weather because New Mexico is so sunny every day I was like I need to be in the sun Um, and the third I think I put the team aspect in for cross country third because I've been on a team where cross country has been the priority but I was also kind of excited to look at where like track would be a priority for teams um and obviously florida ticks that box and they also had just brought in the palmers which i had really positive conversations with um and yeah they just kind of beat everyone else just because of how how well we connected and how thorough they were with recruiting and they yeah some schools are just really good at recruiting and they were (laughs) they're really good at what they do and coaching, yeah, I mean, we mentioned this that there there was a lot of these new coaches um, that have con- gone to the big programs, and, and Coach Palmer being one of them. And we we had talked about maybe some of the other ones being thinking that they would recruit really well, and we kind of left Coach Palmer off that list. But he has proven to be one of the best when it comes to not only freshman recruiting, but from the transfer perspective. I mean bringing in you and Elise and Flamina Ascol, like, I mean, he's completely revamped this team from a cross country perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's super interesting to, to see that. I mean, the Florida is just in a completely uh, different picture now with you all. So yeah, I mean, that, that's funny that you bring that up. Um, So a lot of your teammates ended up at uh, NAU. Was that something that you were considering or, or like collect again, was that kind of collectively talked about? Yeah, um, I did think about NAU just because obviously Mike Smith is a genius mm-hmm. and he's really good at what he does. And I knew that if I went there, like I I definitely thought I could have improved there. But it was more so that it was like so close to Albuquerque and like sa- similar setup with like the altitude. And right. um, I don't think I was res- like personally, I don't think I respond amazingly to altitude I know some people like are super responders but I think I would be tired a lot of the time and I had a hard time just like recovering in general and I would always like need to sleep um and I've had like my 15 18 indoors was coming off of training at home in Melbourne at sea level and I remember that and how fresh I was and how like I I know that I'm okay just yeah not being at such a high intense environment I'm okay to like be a bit more chilled out and have, um, yeah, like have, have more of like a balance in my life. And I know that Flagstaff is just like all about running and yeah, I also need to be a bit chilled. 
completely understand it. It's nice to have some separation between the sport that you're doing all the time. And yeah, 7,000 feet obviously is, is no joke. How, how have you mm. acclimated to the, uh, Florida humidity so far? How, how is that yeah. compared to the altitude? See, it's, it's, um, it's no easier actually. It is really hard. <laughs> but the thing is I, yeah, I do like it more. I feel like you either have altitude or you have heat and like both get you really fit. So I actually like the heat aspect. I think that mm-hmm. it's hot. You sweat a lot. You feel like you're working really hard and you feel really fit after working out. Like I actually enjoy it. I think I enjoy the heat more than the altitude because I still feel like I'm getting something out of it. Oh yeah. I, I, so I, I grew up in Tennessee and yeah, we, we felt always felt like you're getting something out of every run, whether it was a nice, easy run and especially in the summer. So I get that you, you had, you had mentioned earlier, about you had been a part of uh cross-country team or teams where the focus was really on that cross-country title obviously at new mexico and wanting to also go to a school where maybe track was a little bit of the focus as well is there an extra layer of kind of pressure especially in cross-country where you you, you're you have these big team goals and you're obviously at new mexico always seen as one of those title favorites um, does that kind of bring an extra layer of pressure that makes it not quite as enjoyable as maybe if you were just kind of running on your own? See, I personally think like it was like, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. We always bonded over the fact that we were like title contenders and it brought mm-hmm. us closer together. Um, but I also think that because every season when you, it was the same, it was like, oh, we could win and we could win and it was the same, but I think that when you're so focused on winning, you can sort of like lose, like you kind of don't know how to sur- to surrender to it because you're right. so focused on it. And so coming here already, like we know how good this team is. Um, like we know our potential, but it's not like the pressure is taken off because Palmer always says just to surrender and like ease into it. Just be present. We do meditations in the morning. This is crazy. We have training at 6.15 a.m. and we're meditating before. (laughs) But it's like just surrender and be present. And like it makes it so much more enjoyable and like attainable when you're just relaxing towards it. So, yeah, just same goal, different team, different vibe, but same thing almost. Yeah, you got to do those early morning runs in Florida, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned, like, obviously, you have a great team there. Was it a factor for you that obviously Parker Volby was there, but Flamina Ascal also decided to transfer? Was that did that help you kind of decide or maybe push Florida over the edge for you in terms of you, this is the quality of women that you can train with, but also compete with um, in cross country? Yeah. Um... Definitely seeing Flo transfer first was at the back of my mind. Knowing that Parker was here was at the back of my mind. Both are incredibly good runners. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remember lining up next to Parker at Outdoor Nationals at the 5K and just looking over at her. And I, for some reason, like, it was like a little sign that I was going to end up here because I just remember seeing her so tall next to me and, and in front <laughs> of me. But, yeah, she was in front of me the whole race and I just – remember reflecting afterwards and being like you know sometimes to be with the best like you have to train with the best and that was a mentality that I had with picking schools um so she definitely played a big part in it and yeah I'm glad that I came here and I get to run with her and she's a good character to have around 
Absolutely. So uh, you, you mentioned, obviously, the humidity, but um, how has been the this first month or so in Gainesville been? I, I mean, obviously, it's it's quite a, a change for you after spending four years in Albuquerque. Um, but what has it been like being in, uh, in Gainesville, being with this Florida program? Um, well, it's so it's so different. Obviously, this is a big SEC football school, like already a completely different setup, um, like incredible resources. Um, a lot of things that I didn't have in New Mexico are at my fingertips here, which have actually helped a lot. Like it's helped my day to day knowing that I have access to a dining hall three times a day and just like, you know, all the people and the staff that are here, just very different schools, but like, yeah, it's been, it's been an easy transition and like, um, uh, I'm older now, so I was able to navigate it all quite quickly and kind of stay grounded through it. But yeah, it's been, I've straight slid straight into the team started training made friends with the girls and just having fun and it's the sun's always out so everyone's smiling and it's just a really good vibe it's a lot of fun yeah that's that's great how how have you all been able to kind of bond as obviously a lot of new faces coming in um how's how have you all been able to kind of build that camaraderie so quickly um well the palmers have done a really good job of getting us all together um he, we've done like goal setting together. We'll have team dinners, obviously. We have recruiting dinners. We see each other in the dining hall three times a day. I don't know if I love or hate seeing everyone that often, but no, it's good. I'm all, like, we're always around each other. Um, and yeah, the Palmers have done a good job of creating a really strong team environment. And the goal setting was really good for that. And then, you know, having the, the usual team meetings and yeah, it's been really good. Like we're all very familiar with each other and we're around each other a lot, which is funny, but it's also really good. Absolutely. There's nothing like that like time period before school starts when you're just with the team all the time. Like you said, eating, running, yeah. literally everything. Um, yeah. you, you you become fast friends. Um, so you mentioned goal your goal setting. What what are some of the goals for the team and, and maybe you individually as well this year? Um, I think for the team we obviously think that we could be title contenders, top three. Like, we, mm-hmm. I guess we all want to do our very best on the day. Um, I know that personally I want to do better than I did last year. I was 22nd last year. I would love a top 10 finish. I think that's what I'm completely capable of um, and something that I'll work towards. Um, and I just know that we said within the team that as long as like we all do better than last year, we could do really well. Um, and that was for all of us, our top four girls individually. And so that would be really crazy if we can, if we can tick those boxes, then collectively it should come together on the day. Yeah. I mean, you all have the potential of having the best top four in the country. Certainly. I think we have you in our top 10 in our ranking. So we certainly believe, uh, that top oh, 10 thanks. is cer- certainly attainable. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think the program in general is just super interesting. We we've seen these top heavy, um, lineups do pretty well um in the past and and like i said your consistency i think is huge for a team that that has a lot of different moving pieces so i i think those are certainly attainable for for you maybe individually on the track what are what are some things that you're looking to do during your last year um for the track obviously we have indoors first which i would love to qualify for in the five and just see how how much better I can do. I think my top finish was seven. So mm-hmm. I'd like to be all American again. My favorite is outdoors. And so 
Um, I would like to put in a really good double um, and hopefully be All-American in both the five and the ten. I like seeing Emily Venters do it um, last season was a really good, it was really good inspiration for me and kind of put planted a seed in my mind that it's like really manageable. And yeah, I was with, I lined up with her like most of the season and I feel like we're very similar athletes as well. So I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. She's a legend. Absolutely. And I mean, you were right, right on the edge of that last year. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you, you were able to get those double all American finishes. Um, well, I, I think that's all the questions I had. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to touch on briefly? Um, no, I think you covered everything. Great. Well, again, thank you so much yeah. for your time. We're, we're super interested um, to see how you and the rest of the team do this fall and the, the rest of this year. Really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us.